Hello, and thank you for listening. Welcome to the Bold Empathy Project podcast. I'm Brian Walden Pope. I'm the creator of the Bold Empathy Framework. I have a question for you today. How powerful are the words we speak? I'm going to submit they are more potent than any of us realize. And this is true for good or bad, whether we're in a position of leadership or not. The things we say can uplift and build, or they can demean and tear down. Today, I'm going to share a couple of considerations, a few situations, and one very effective practice we can employ to help assure we're benefiting others as much as possible with the words that pass our lips. So right off the top here, let me be clear. I'm not sharing this topic today because I've reached perfection in it. I still make missteps in this regard. I just don't make them as often as I used to. We've all been told to be careful what we say. We've heard the saying a million times, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Now, this is especially true from a position of authority, if we're a boss, a teacher, a parent, or something like that. But this applies to everyone, everywhere. Our careless words may harm others deeply, even when we don't realize it. I'm going to share a few examples here to get your mind going and have you think along the lines of what we're talking about here. The first one is using absolutes. When we say something like, you always, followed by whatever we might say, or you never, followed by what we say, we're putting that person in a defensive position and we may say something that is absolutely not true according to them or may be hurtful to them. Here's another one. This is something parents say quite often. Why can't you be like so-and-so? That might be a better student or a harder worker or whatever the case may be. Or something as simple as, David is our smart kid. Or Lexi is our athlete. Now, when we say things like this, what we're telling the other children in our family or the other employees in our organization or whatever the, the setting might be is that you're not the smart kid. You're not the athlete. Uh, You're not the best student, the harder worker, whatever the case is. And if we say it, we may say those things and then say, oh, I didn't really mean that. Or, hey, just because I said David is our smart kid doesn't mean that the other kids aren't smart too. But yet if we say that, we feel it. And if we feel it, it shows. So we need to remember that and be very careful what we choose to say in that regard. Now, these next couple that I'm going to share... I really debated whether to share them or not. They're a little bit sensitive, but I do think that they have merit and are things we need to be aware of. So I am going to share them, and I hope for especially those who know me that I don't offend anyone in sharing these. I spent a number of years as a volunteer uh, mentoring college-age young adults, and there was something that happened there quite often that really bothered me. I served with other adults Uh, men and women in their 50s and 60s and so forth, while most of these college-age kids were in their 20s. There was something that happened on a regular basis that was very troubling to me, and that was, as we were talking about relationships and dating and some of these things with these college-age kids, mentoring them and those things, some of the men in the organization would refer to their wives as hot. This is my wife. Isn't she hot? As I watched, 
and I'm sorry this makes me emotional, but I saw the pain on the faces of the women in the audience when those things were said who did not feel like they were hot. What was being said was negated, the good things that were being shared on how to build relationships and so forth, because it apparently didn't apply to them, because they weren't hot. When we're in positions like that, we need to be so, so careful what we're saying. And there are other things we might say. I undoubtedly, as I was volunteering and serving there, said things that offended other people. Again, I'm not coming at this as someone who's perfect in this. But that was an example I saw repeatedly that was very damaging to other people. And the people who shared it didn't mean it to be. They were being trying, anyway, to be funny. They were trying to lighten the mood and, and to get people to laugh and and that type of thing, and handing their wives a compliment in that process as well, undoubtedly. They ought to love them and think they're absolutely beautiful and treat them that way. But they're not an object. That's that's not the the right word to use. It doesn't set the right stage. It does objectify women, in my opinion. And that is just simply something we need to, to be avoiding as we are looking at being careful with the impact our words make. Another one along those same lines. I used to be over the human resources side of a uh, holding company that had multiple companies that it owned. And so I was constantly interviewing and hiring people. And there was a man who worked there who very much objectified women, made inappropriate comments quite often. He was usually good about keeping those behind closed doors, not saying them in front of the women, although that wasn't always the case. One day as I was interviewing some women, I had finished an interview and I was heading down to the lobby to bring the next candidate up to the conference room. And this man said to me, hey, Brian, is this fat girl day? And I looked at him and I said, what are you talking about? And he said, all the women you're, you're uh, interviewing today are fat. Anyway, I grimaced at him and carried on, headed on to the uh, foyer, uh, got the next candidate, went upstairs into the conference room with her, had a very nice visit. She was a delightful woman. And at the end of the interview, I asked, as I always did, do you have any more questions for me? Anything else you'd like to ask? And she said, yes. And very seriously and sadly and fighting some tears, she said, is there any chance you're going to hire me for this position? Am I even in the, in the running? Am I a consideration? And I looked at her somewhat confused and I said, well, yes, we wouldn't have hired or interviewed you, excuse me, wouldn't have interviewed you to begin with. Uh, from your resume if you didn't have a chance at the job and we had a good interview here. Is there something I'm missing? Is there something else you'd like to share? And she said, as you were coming to the foyer to get me, I heard what that other man said. And she said uh, she was heavy and she said, I'm, I'm one of those fat girls that he referred to. I'm just wondering if you hire fat girls. Now today that would probably bring on a lawsuit and that's one issue there, but not the more important issue. The more important issue is that there was a beautiful, vibrant, intelligent woman who felt that her self-worth was compromised 
that she wasn't valued by other people because of her physical weight. We say things like that, not thinking or trying to be funny or whatever the case may be, that are absolutely harmful words to other people. Something we need to be very, very careful about. Now, there are many more possible examples I could share about things that we say sometimes without thinking that can cause harm to other people, that can impact them negatively. These are just a few to prompt you. Now, on the flip side of this, we can say things that are uplifting and positive and helpful, and that's what bold empathy is all about. And it isn't just for listening and responding in conversations. It's also proactive. It's how we see other people. It's how we talk about them and to them. It's putting people first in all of our considerations, truly being fully present to the point that we wouldn't say any of these harmful things, and we would proactively say the positive things that are going to uplift and build and say them sincerely and meaningfully because we are fully present, because we are putting people first in all of our considerations. So we really need to be aware of how our words and actions affect others. Now, at the beginning of this podcast episode, I referred to a practice, and I'm going to share that with you now. It is very simple, uh, not necessarily easy to do, but the practice itself is very simple and makes a huge difference in this regard. I have a little saying. If you asked any of my children, they could repeat this very quickly because they've heard it from me I don't know how many times. And that saying is this, think twice, speak or act once. Bold Empathy says we think ahead of speaking or acting. We put ourselves in other people's shoes. We consider things from their perspective. And then we speak or act. Or we may choose not to speak in some cases, perhaps in many cases. The golden rule definitely applies here. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's a great rule. And I think my think twice, speak or act once line ties very closely into that. We can avoid many bad situations with this little consistent self-check of thinking twice, considering others' realities, and then choosing to build and uplift with what we say, and then letting those words cross our lips. Now, this may be your mode of communication already, and if it is, that's great. I'm glad that this is something that you have perfected. It may be an area in which you have some room for improvement, however. I know I do. This is an ongoing improvement process that I became aware of many years ago and continue to work on. I still misstep. I still have the people who know what I teach and what I'm about who call me on it when I do. And there are times I'm not aware that something I just said was potentially harmful or hurtful to someone else. But this awareness has made a huge difference in my life and hopefully in the lives of many people around me. Now, if the thoughts that I shared today in this topic have triggered something for you that's beneficial, will you please rate and review this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts? I appreciate that very much. And if you'd like to share those thoughts and a link to this episode with your social circles, I really appreciate that as well. Thank you very much. Now, finally, a point to ponder. How often does something you say not need to be said? 
and what might improve if unproductive comments went away and listening was heightened with responses being focused on the other party's realities. Pay attention to what you say, how you say it, and how others react to it. Catch yourself if what you are saying may be taken in an unproductive way. Get into the habit of pausing to think before speaking. Think twice, speak or act once. Combining this practice with the conversational framework outlined by Bold Empathy, we can avoid offending or alienating others while we proactively build them and nurture their growth. Enjoy this eye-opening exercise. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, discover more at boldempathy.com and remember to follow us on your favorite social media platforms.